Yeah, you didn't do this. Warm it up, come on. I'll let you do it. Uh, I forgot it. What what episode? It's a one or seven. First and last, one or seven. Uh, welcome to Hotty Accident. Um, you're here with me. Uh, I forgot my name. <laughs> this is why. This is why we need to get you doing these openers more. I don't like. I don't do these things. I don't even order. I don't order. You don't order. I don't order at anything. No. I don't. Nah. Just let somebody else do the orderings for you. I went to McDonald's the other day. Got knocked. Got absolutely knocked. You know, got got other food for other people. Got knocked for myself because I got, didn't know what to say. Got, got flustered and left. Flustered. I've been to the. I went to the. Uh, what did I get before at the bar? I I got a gin. I never drank gin in my life. Idiot. <laughs> just, <laughs> just just got a uh, gin. Just, uh, just, uh, just a gin. Gin. Uh, gin. I came a, for a I came gin, for a pint. <laughs> Fucking idiot. I think uh, you're quickly becoming. What I, what I, what was I trying to say? I don't know. What you were trying to say was boys and girls episode one ah, or seven of the Happy Accident podcast and one of your hosts or franchise that there's Liam and that that little opener is why Liam doesn't open the Happy Accident That's podcast. Exactly. I didn't get paid enough to open this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not paying them at all. What are you drinking, Liam? Hashtag what are you drinking? Oh hashtag I'm drinking this week anti venom by Anarchy Brewing Corp. It's a six percenter. It won best IPA in the World Beer Awards, uh, United Kingdom in twenty seventeen. It is a good beer. It's Citrus Star on steroids. If you're a fan of that Citrus Star, I'm a fan of Citrus Star as well. Beautiful. It's in the three thirty can. It is two units. Oh, we're getting into units now. Yep, we're starting to be unit conscientious. It uh, contains water, uh, wheat. Barley, oats, hops, yeast. That's about it. I remember when it won the award, getting your hands on anti-venom was rare as hen's teeth. It was out of date in 2019. Rare as rockin' our shit it was, trying to get all oh. the anti-venom when it, when it started winning all them, when, them big awards. When it hit... That, I think the, the week after that got announced, we we trying to get some for the podcast, and it was just gone. Everywhere. Gone everywhere. Gone. And then I recall salt out. Not too, uh, not too shortly after that, where we couldn't fucking get it at all. I went to Lane Seven Boutique Bowling Alley, Lane Seven, uh, and they just had like seven fridges full of it. It was like some sort of holy grail type situation. Well, okay. you know what? I could. I feel like I could drink four of these right now. Mm. That's the kind of week I've had. Kind of. I'll tell you the kind of week I've had. I'm sitting here in my fucking prison drama. I see you've got the prison I'm wear sitting on. here in my fucking prison wear because that's the kind of week I've had. Do you know how long feel this like week's you... been? Do you know how fucking long this week's been? I feel this week started in the 90s. That's how long this fucking week's been. <laughs> I feel like you've done a six-month stretch. I feel like I've done a bit of bird. That's what, uh, That's how long this bastard week's been. Uh, I, I feel you, mate. I feel your pain. Been... I... Been a great mess. October's one of me uh, most hated times of the year. They're grim, like horrible. Was a grim, 
grim. I think it's just a universal grimness. Sneak up on you. It, it's not grim if you start to make changes, I guess. Like, because mm-hmm. a lot of people have their, the good Septembers where their year starts in a September. It's like things start moving on and changing and sometimes for the good, sometimes for terrible, for the terribles. Sometimes for the terribles. Absolute terribles. The absolute However, terribles. Got a chronic case of the absolute terribles. What's even worse, just staying exactly the same. Just... Just being an August just person in an October world. That's wow. exactly what it is. Mate, I think that's fucking what's got me beat. You, got me beat. Sick you, as a fucking chip. You're just wearing how I feel. You're just wearing... Do you know what it is after this week? I got in. I was at work and I was like, I can't even do this. Like, I was like, I'm going to have to go on two hours early. That's two hours of me toil. I'm going on two hours early. I got in. I thought, I need to fucking do something here. I know what I need to do. Wrap myself in the colour grey. So I got my greys on. Got the greys on. Got the greys on. I thought, I know knee, what I'll do. Knee exercising in this? No. Not one bit. Nah. I'm going to lounge. I'm going to lounge. In lounge all over. I feel like I'm, I'm fucking lounging with my mate depression. Me and depression just sitting there like, are you Deep miserable? I am pretty fucking oh, miserable. I'm miserable. Yeah, so I'm, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm sick of being miserable. I'm on a clean. You know, do you ever clean to bring yourself out of a well, out of a dark place? Yes, I try and clean because I do feel better with a clean, clean room. Uh, a, a clean room. So I'll do it every now and again. I'll do a deep clean where I like take everything out uh, and then clean the floors, not just around, like under the bed, the bit that you cannot even see anyway. And then I'll bleach yourself in the shower. And then. But yeah, right, obviously, 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 get me skin off. Quite a lot of chews to me. I, I get all that skin off myself. <laughs> like, oh, look, look at this top layer of epidermis. Get it oh, off. get this off me. Get so, this off me. Yeah, I'll give it a good clean. But then I, it's just, I've did that this week. I feel like I needed a spring clean. But then I'm just getting depressed about how I live in a room in my parents' house. So you think so having a house would be a way out, but you get in the house and you're just depressed in a house, and then you're like, "I'm gonna clean," and then you clean a room, and you're like, "Oh no, this house has got loads of these. This house has made up a lot of rooms." I can't help you there. I did like four of them. I mean, I'm just yeah. I tell what makes bloody it. good work of it though. That bastard fucking cordless Dyson. That's he didn't have suck some of the depression away. Good that. Well, me and him had a right whip around. We did kitchen, do, uh, sitting room. Do feel cleansed after a clean? I do. I do. I do. I, I feel. Do. I feel like it. Uh, it cleans away some of the greyness. I mean, I know. I'm, also, I'm, I'm head to toe. I'm dripping in greyness right now. But other things that get away depression. Beer. Beer helps. It helps. Rum. The rum. The Are rum helps. The rum. I've got a bottle of Kraken in the cupboard. Marijuana. Marijuana. Aye. Marijuana. Here's a little fact for you. Here's a little fact for you. Marijuana. Sneaky. Under the radar. I'm not saying a lot of big press about it. It's now legal in the United Kingdom for purposes of prescription on the National Health Service. 
straight in under the radar. Slipped it in there. You can now be prescribed marijuana. I think there was a case of some kid with epilepsy, right. and they right. went to the Supreme Court and did like this whole thing, right. and she won, which was a battle that I I see it end end the prohibition. What, I you idiot! I don't, even, I don't even understand. Fucking whack a massive tax on it, you morons! I don't even understand the logic in this day and age. And I've said this countless times on this very podcast. The wealth of information available to every single person with a smartphone device, which, unless you rock on that thirty-two ten for sake of nostalgia, every fucker's got a smartphone now. It's not hard to find out that you've been lied to for generations. Just, just look at America. Look at the states that question that have, that have worked it out and thought, "Oh, this is just absolutely money city." This really? we'll just tax it. We'll just tax it. It's crazy. And yesterday, Canada just went, "Oh, I will do that." Fuck it. Fuck that noise. Fuck we it. want to be like us. Fucking it's People legal. are doing it anyway, so... Yeah. <laughs> fucking it's legal. Take the money out of the pocket of the criminals, put it in the pocket of the fucking... the government. Where is it? Uh, I think it's Switzerland. All drugs are legal. All drugs are... I'm not sure. We'd have to question everything on that something, one. Something along the lines of that. And it's not legal. It's not legal to sell it. But... I don't know. You don't get um, you get help basically. Aye. If you're in a situation, like, look at drugs. See, I think that's the problem. There's a differentiation between drugs and alcohol, and that's the issue. Yeah, it's the same thing. Some drugs are worse than alcohol, guaranteed. Heroin, that they're oh, heroin, good heroin worse than alcohol it's one and eight you tick off a list tick it off your bucket list <laughs> I wouldn't like I just, just do you not think nah, so nah would you not have a batch of heroin nah, I'd be terrified terrified I think I'd have a batch of heroin like I've seen I've seen see uh, what the crack is. it must be good I'm, the amount of people that get addicted to it Whew. must be amazing I, I mean, wouldn't dare I could, I I could never get addicted to it well it's always like not being offensive to any of your heroin addicts out there listening. listening. Um, but they all look like absolute tramps. It's because the heroin takes the takes the fucking purpose away. Yeah, from I think there's a there's probably a high class hero- heroin uh, well realm. He's a one for you. I've got a mate who shall remain nameless who was travelling to the country of Ireland oh. to vi- oh. Oh. Oh, Shillelagh. Oh, Oh, Ireland sodas. Sodas. Oh. So, she was going to Ireland to visit another friend who lives there, was born there and whatnot. And apparently, quite the party drug, not not frowned upon the way it is here and also America. Crystal meth. It's oh, quite, crystal it's quite, meth. Uh, you, you're just dabbling that old crystal it, meth whilst you're popping out to the... To the Weatherspoons. I'm going down Weatherspoons. I'll have a hit gonna of this a, crystal meth. Gonna have some gin because I kind of think of anything else when I get the bar. <laughs> and I'm gonna have a pop of the crystal meth. I, I went to the dealer, the illegal street dealer, for some marijuana. Uh, I got oh. flustered and I've ordered crystal meth. So <laughs> the weekend is on me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, yeah, like you just don't like. Again, it's just what you see. So you, you don't see, need. you see, like. 
cocaine now. Like cocaine is just rife in every single demographic. It's so normalized. It's no, normal it's, as out. It's like, and then but back in the day, coke was like a rock star drug, and then coke was the drug of evil men, like evil street level men. And now there's just like teachers doing coke on a night out. Uh, it they're probably doing it. There's people in your work and well, not mine, hmm. but in other. I've got other mates who work in like similar sort of places. Right. They do it to get through the day. They I, I have, a, have a little bump on a dinner time just to get them through that first half hour. And it's like what mate, the I, I know, fuck? I know people who do it. It's crazy. People who do it. Jesus Christ! If I if I'm having a really rough day, I'll get a sugar-free Red Bull. Oh, if I'm having a rough day, it blows my little todger off. If I. <laughs> If I'm having a rough day, I'll just climb into my grays. So I do get through a rough day. Sometimes I'm in the middle of a meeting. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to stop this. Hey, I'm just going to judge off, get just right pull in. my grays on. Just don't mind me. I'm just, I'm just getting wrapped up in my grays. In my oversized prison grays. I'd love to put a uh, little camera in the corner of your room. Like a CCTV camera and see, see your, your lounging positions. You know, when you... Said you were lounging earlier on no. your grids. I'd like to see your positions. I've got a. Oh, what was that ginormous bang there? Did you Terrorists. Know? I wonder if that got picked up on a mic. That was uh, That was all kinds of loud, that. That was. It was how dare I say an explosion? Small explosion. A small explosion? I didn't see no flashes. I'm not worried. That's it. We're in October. Fireworks are. Oh, that's it. Now they're, they're readily around. available, aren't they? Them fireworks. The arch nemesis of the canine. The fireworks that has to wear, you can never get any. They put them in a glass box as you're leaving. So as you're leaving, they say, oh, some fireworks, but there's no one here to serve you by. It's like a museum <laughs> case. It's like a museum case of fireworks. Why do they do that? I don't know. Like, you never find any. Like You've got like seven bags for life full of shopping. And you're like, well, I'm going to buy some fireworks, but like... Is there a button on this case? Do I, you know, like when you go to the entertainment bit in Asda, and then like often there's just nobody there, but they've got a a doorbell. One of them carries a doorbell, and they leave the doorbell on the desk, and you press the doorbell. Can you press it, and they'll so go. somewhere in Asda, there's some woman walking around. With a big bit, with a giant bit that makes the noise around her neck. That's crazy, isn't it? What's, what's sanity? What's the world coming to? Why didn't they have a bonfire night aisle? Sell just old bits of trees. Bits of bits of wood and that. Hot dogs or something. MDF. MDF. <laughs> just bits of like news old newspapers. Half used cans of links. Aye. That's <laughs> and half then, used cans of links. Then Africa. the fireworks. Don't just put them like as you're going out. It's always the same when you're going out you see the, the bargains at the front. Aye. What are what are they playing at? As they man, you fucking idiot. <coughs> what about your product placement? I go in the wrong door for that, mate. Like, um, product placement is something. Uh, That's your world. That like it's me thing. I've been toying with the idea of um, just moving things around a bit, just to spice it up a bit. I uh, change the game a little. I was, I was thinking about like in the Asda. Where where you buy your clothes and that, right. chucking some washing powder in there, just a washing powder aisle, just in the middle of all the clothes. Comfort, a man selling comfort. Right. Why not? 
It makes here's sense. One. Here's one for you in Asda, and I, this actually I took a picture of it, and it ended up on the gram on the uh, on the franchise gram, not that the accident one. I was uh, moseying on through the cleaning aisle. You know that's where I do most of my damage. Right. That's where my wallet feels the sting. Right. When there's a new bleach or like a new detol, or right. like this is a detol wipe, but now it's abrasive, so you can actually take the top layer of lacquer off any surface uh-huh. that you want to try and detol. Um, in amongst all the cleaning goods, somebody had hung a load of Lynx body scrubbers. What's a bo- what's that? It's like a uh, you know like a loafer. Aye. Like a, one of them, it's like a giant net that somebody scrumpled into scrumpled a ball and stapled net. in the middle. 40 pence from Milton Tins. Ah, them, Aye. them. I know them. There's links, a branded one is like a man one. Oh, and it's got like a plastic... Bloody sexist. It's got like a plastic, like, hand bit. And then there's like, the net is sort of stapled into the plastic hand bit. But on the back of the bit you grip, there's a rough surface for when you want to do your knees and your elbows. What? I don't... Ever want to scrub my knees off? Yeah, never, never, ever wash my knees. <laughs> I can't remember never the last want. time I washed my knees. You know or my elbows, in do, fact. Do you know when my knees get a wash? When I'm washing my armpits on my fucking genitalia <laughs> and then there's runoff. That's the only time my knees get a wash. And there's no dirty about my knees. And my, uh, my knees have never been cleaner. Nobody's ever looked at me and went, bye. You, you and knees need a scrub. I do remember there was. Have you smelt his knees? Lifting. <laughs> that lad needs to wash his knees. I do remember a period of time. I was a younger man. Uh, I say younger man, I was still in late teens. And uh, I was having a conversation. And somebody had said, like, oh, well. Like, I don't know how the conversation came about. But it was like, well, why do you not just use a cotton bud instead of using it? Because you're not supposed to use them for your ears. You're supposed to use them to dry, like, I don't know what the fuck. If you're not shoving a cotton bud in your ear, I don't know what you're supposed to use them for. They use them, the ladies apply makeup and stuff. With cotton buds. And the guys, yeah. I use it to get, clean my ear rolls. Yeah, but you're not supposed to clean in your ear, you're supposed to clean around your ear, that's what they're for. Nah, nobody's gone there, nobody goes around anything, you want to go in. I know, but when you go in, that's where the problem starts. Been cotton bud in my ears since I were a lad. Never a problem had. Just, just one day, just wait. I'm gonna end up deaf. My daughter always used to say, if he saw us yowking a cotton bud deep into the ear canal, he'd be like, "The smallest thing you should put in your ear is your elbow." I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna get any wax out my ear with my fucking elbow." Aye. Oh, you know he, I mean? He's a genius. He's a fucking genius. Big Papa franchise, like he is. Well, he's got really tiny elbows. Oh, he's or massive ear canals. <laughs> Just deceptively big ear canals. <laughs> Sinking it. Just like he, he can actually fold himself inside out. He can hide in his own ear canal. But uh, I uh, I was having a conversation about cotton buds. And the conversation probably started with, don't clean your ears with it. And I was like, what the fuck else am I going to clean with it? My belly button. And they were like, well, you could. And I was like, no, you don't clean your belly button. And that's because, and this is a question everything, as a younger, younger man... I obviously had a bit of a thing about just digging me finger in me belly button and rooting around. and Went deep door, didn't it? Oh, <laughs> I was like like wrist deep in me belly button, just punching me actual bowel wall. And my mum was like, oh, you don't ever put your fingers in your belly button. It's a hive of infection. And I don't know oh. why she said it, right? Because I was so young, I never questioned. Maybe this is, a, this just to scare us. You know when mothers say things that are blatantly untrue? Aye. But, like, 
I'm well, trying to think of another one. See, another uh, one that's not true. My my belly button thing was um, don't play with it. It's just a knot. That was it. It's a knot. It's a knot. And if you're you, lo- you're loosening that knot. I if you leave go of that, your intestines come spilling out. Your guts will <laughs> fall out. You know, like when you unplug a lilo. Aye, it's just going on. <laughs> oh no! All out me belly button. Oh no! It's all fell out. Ah, what a terrible thing. So for many a year, I just never ever cleaned me belly button you know like I think I must have just assumed that my mother wasn't a liar and she wasn't just telling us anything to stop us from doing something you know like when you tell a kid oh, you're lying I'm not lying stick your tongue out liar's tongues go blue stick your tongue yeah, out and, and then, then the kid's like no no because they're terrified that they're, they're not a lying and then they think oh my tongue's gonna go blue because I'm lying and they know they know this I can't say my tongue so I don't know but then, like, it was one of them things. It's a hive of infection. And obviously, they've been... <laughs> that's the... terrifying. That. Like, it could have been anything. That's really fucking... That's that's quite adult to tell a kid that. A hive of infection. So, me, I was like, Ugh. I can't ever put anything in this belly button now. And I just assumed, much like dreadlocks, my belly button would just eventually just start cleaning itself. <laughs> so, so, it wasn't until years later, when I'm a young adult, when somebody's like, what, you don't clean your belly button? And, by heck. That first clean, I needed like a Brillo pad, some wire wool, <laughs> bleach, probably fire. But now, now we're just integrated in, in me uh, into me lower lower abdomen uh, ball wash routine. Oh, I see. I never had that problem. I don't never think. I've got a weird bit of me belly button where it's like it's hiding. Me it's belly- hiding behind just this random lump. Me belly button's just like there. I don't, it doesn't go so deep that I have to clean in it. It's just like flat. Yeah, it's just it's just a weird shape in your skin. Just there, aye. Isn't it a weird thing? I, I like it, it's weird because when you're a baby, and obviously there's just been two babies in my family, to see them having this weird cord with <laughs> a, with like that you know makes them, me feel sick. You know when you open a bag of bagels and you're like, oh, I don't want these bagels are delicious. I don't want these bagels to go on stale. So you get one of them weird plastic clips Aye. that nips. They've got like one of them just nipping this cord shut. Oh. And it's like, well, when that drops off, you'd think it would just drop off and leave a flat surface, but it drops off and leaves a hole in you. That's horrible. Thing and has anybody even... ever? Has any parents out there? Is a question. Everything the parents out there have you ever just. Out of curiosity, just took that clip off and had a look down. <laughs> See if the intestines fall out. Just like blow it a little bit so it like opens up, and then just like have a look down and see if you can see the inner workings of your human baby. <laughs> It'll be like that thing. Have you seen it before? Where the guy's got a piercing in his Aye. mouth, and you can see the bottom of his teeth. Oh. In the weird, oh, weird. You why? should never see that much tooth. Like I think if I had a child and it had a belly button shaped hole like that, I'd put it, put an expander in it. Just, <laughs> just <laughs> keep stretching it out so it's just got like some glass expander. And you put can like see a, the inside. A perspex sheet, just so you can see what he's had for his dinner. What did you wait for your dinner to do? Give us a look. Oh, oh you lying little fuck. There's a kick cut in there. <laughs> That's my kick cut in there. It's a hive of hive it's of infection. Hive of infection. That glass window to your insides. Oh my god, that's horrible! Fucking tremendous, tremendous. We've just literally on the gram there. We've had a live. What you drinking? 
from Miller 1985, and he's on the uh, Charlie Don't Surf by ABC Brew. Oh, and uh, I can't, I can't say what that second one is. It looks like Holly Polly or Hoi Polloi. Hoi Polloi. That's Hoi Polloi. Miller 1985. They look fucking delicious. I do fully. I mean, on that one can though, you've definitely opened it, and there's a just a price tag. Just hang it. <laughs> you hundred percent drink and glue off the back of that price tag. There, like, thanks for the what you're drinking. Make sure to remind us all, boys and girls, with your hashtag what you're drinking. You can tag the happy act at and, the uh, happy accident PC. Oh, sorry, at happy accident PC or me. I'm the franchise. You know this by now. We're hundred and seven episodes in. I'd, I'd assume. I'd assume you got the memo. Uh, Melpedo, just let us know what it's like as well. Let's uh, we'll, let's we'll let's have a review. Let's have a review. See if it's worth a see if it's worth a taste. Ooh, that's Jesus. a fireworks! Fireworks! Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Do you remember that time we were uh, we were in we were at some sort of shoddy home firework display with uh, filterless funny man Carl William Anson and uh, he shot somebody. Sh- that w- it was like a, you know them fight where you get a box and there's like 12 of them like they look like fries to go all yes. single little tiny rockets and then you light it and then they all go off one at a yeah. time and they just shoot straight up but we were just standing farther back and then set it off and it tipped over and then just shot 12, <laughs> 12 rockets 12 fries to go 12 fries to go tight rockets at us and we all managed to get out of the way apart from Carl William Manson who took like 7 fireworks to the body it was in the a back garden as well. It was in a back. I don't know whose back garden it was, but it was. Uh, it was. It was something. It was. It was definitely something. That it was probably this time of year, I'd imagine. I like. I like it. It's getting cold outside now. It's getting a little bit chilly. I get, five degrees get big, on a morning now. Get the big jacket out. Five degrees. I. Uh, it's weird because it's five degrees. I'm ready to bust my big jacket out. So, I'm putting my big jacket on, putting a scarf on. As you do. Getting a few layers on. You drive to work and all that jazz. You do your fucking work nonsense. You know, all, all this that, all shit that, nonsense. that you shouldn't have to. And then you get out. And then, pff, 22 degrees. I'm sweating my tits off. I'm the only cunt in Sunderland with a scarf on. Yeah, you just stand there with all your layers. There's people walking around in shorts and t-shirts with Sunderland badges all over the arms and legs. October man, and I'm freaking scoffed up. October, I don't know what to tell you. Five degrees in the morning, twenty degrees in the afternoon. That's October, you know what I mean? Bloody ridiculous! It's like the Arctic Circle. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. No, I like that. Like, love you. Grind me gears, noise. I'm, I'm, no, it grinds lame's gears this week. The temperatures, absolutely everything. Temperature fluctuations. Everything we could, have, like I don't know. I'd get pissed off for a bunch of puppies right now. <laughs> they would piss me right off, pissing and shitting everywhere and stinking the place up and keeping us awake and that. People think puppies are cute. They're fucking horrible little cunts. Uh, <laughs> Anything else you want us to complain about? Oh yeah. Pick a you, subject. I'm on doing, one. You're doing well. You're doing well as far as the complaining goes. I but this. I week, haven't got enough of this anti venom. That's yeah, that's nah, one thing. That's that's definitely something to complain about. I've uh, totally fucking breezed past my hashtag. What you drink? Oh I've gone in on a god, just a classic little cheeky piston head custom lager, just the black can, just the standard, the entry level piston head. 
Pistonhead no. available widely. Readily available. Pistonhead. They do Pistonhead Custom Lager, which is your black can, which is just a very, very delicious and easy drink. Amber. It's, they've got full amber, which is a little bit stronger. I'm sure that one it's comes in a around lot stronger. 7% mark. It gives you a right little kick in the teeth. Oh, it kicks your fucking tits in when you get a, when you get a bit of... Flat tyre. Flat tyre is delicious. One we've had on before. Uh, very good. Very good indeed. Very delicious. Um, see, I think what they're doing is they're doing it well. Mm. They've picked three beers. Boom, we're in that. Three very good beers. Um, although, not a very good competition, Piston Head. Did you not win? Well, I didn't think I was good enough to enter it till I seen the person that won. And I thought, what an absolute losser. That's why That's why we should... All, I say we, it's the royal way. You should always enter these competitions... I got design something. You should always, you should always just go in on it. Ridiculous. Because for all Absolutely you know, four ridiculous. people entered that competition. Well, you none see, none of them, none of them were your chops. None of them were your creative chops. Idiots. Idiots. Absolute idiots. Absolute idiots. Doing stuff these days, and it's that thing of like, um, there's like hundred people doing what you want to do. Because they had the balls to do it. Right. They're not necessarily better, or you. Oh, it's just. It's annoying. It's so annoying. The percentage of people. That's, that's what I'm like. In. That's my general uh, life. General life vibes. But I think the percentage of people. Did I say a word wrong there? Did I say percentage, or did I just go like? Did I say a funny word? No, I didn't know. I don't know. I didn't the know. percentage of people. Wharf pistoneds. Half pissed and Ed, who could do something and don't, because they either procrastinate or they've got this idea that like, oh no, I'll not be good enough because everybody else who's really good at it will be doing it. That percentage of people far outweighs the percentage of people who actually try it. If everybody did it, like it would be an absolute game changer. That's what I need to change. I need to do this podcast, for example, right? This podcast. And I'm saying this to you, I've said this from episode one, when it was still called Franchise and Friends, before I gave over 50% ownership rights to you, <laughs> when it was still Franchise and Friends, and I thought, nah, this works, this works, I'm going to have to give up, sorry mate, I've just pushed you away there, my foot on your chest, <laughs> I, I gave you 50% rights, you couldn't just pushed you out of the office. <laughs> the, uh, like, I'm not kidding, like, literally anyone could do a podcast anyone and I'm gonna say this now right to people listening to this podcast and I shouldn't say it because it just adds another person to the podcast pile right and it could be another person who will steal listeners from us but I'm just gonna say it if you've got a passion about something I mean the passion in this podcast is just northern nonsense just going on like a couple of dickheads if you've got a passion for something, if you're knowledgeable on something, if you've got a real passion, I could listen to somebody talk to me about fishing if they were passionate about it. Because I don't necessarily buy into the content, I buy into the person. Like, mm. I've never been hunting in my life, and I'm fascinated by Stephen Ranella. Are you aware of him? Never heard of this. He's got a series on. <laughs> He's got a series on Netflix. Sounds, sounds, sounds like an absolute carnivore. He is 
He's got a series on Netflix called Meat Eater. Oh, well, exactly. You just but said you know he was a hunter. Like, I hate... Yeah, he's chopping shit up and killing people and that. Like, I've got a big issue. I've got a big issue with trophy hunting. Oh, yeah. I've got a massive yeah. issue with that. People who hunt lions and tigers and that. I'm like, what? Hang on, man. Nah. We've got 400 tigers left. Like, ah, just... Ah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got, like, four... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we've got 400. Watch <laughs> one or two. Uh, what's the difference? You know what I mean? I like, kill one or two. If I've got 400 chips, if someone has one, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just have one. Just, it's yeah, a chip. Yeah, just have a, have a tiger. Make it really easy. Go to the zoo to hunt them because they can't really. You know where they are. You don't have to really hunt them. They're just there. <laughs> There's directions and everything. There's a little map. Tell you where it is. You can lean your gun in the chain link fence for that ultimate accuracy. But like trophy hunters, I've got a big issue with people who eat for like what do you call them? It's a, a, a subsistence hunter. So somebody who hunts to live. So they oh, like hunt. wild Alaska people. Aye, on the on the Discovery Channel. Aye, the hunt like or even Stephen Ronella who lives in like the United States. He's got the means to just go out and store by meat, but he says no. Like the industry in which that meat's coming from is cruel as fuck. But the hip the hypocrisy of everybody buying meat and then shitting on hunters like oh my god. So he goes out with his fucking rifle. And he's out in the wilds, like the absolute wilds, for like five days at a time. And he hunts and stalks his prey. And he gets this weird bond with the prey because he knows it's there. And he falls in it. And he kills it cleanly because he's an expert hunter. Kills it cleanly. That fucking well, drops. He doesn't kill it cleanly. That's he's a, so that's good, a... though. If you don't kill it cleanly, that's cruel. Like, yeah. you better make sure you so kill it. If you shoot it once and you hit it in the fucking shoulder blade. And it go, not behind. Say I've been in this podcasting fucking hunting podcast, man. You go hit behind the shoulder blade because that's a straight through lungs and heart, and then that's like a you've just snuffed it out. It doesn't even realise what's happened. It gets hit, and then it's like it's still alive for three seconds, but it feels nothing. It's like what the fuck happened there? Then all of a sudden, it's just lights out. You're gone. Shit. But then if you're a bad hunter or you take a bad shot and you hit it in the shoulder blade. You just really hurt it a lot, <laughs> and then it's like fully aware that it's caught like a massive amount of damage to it. So then you gotta like really get another shot off quick. But like he goes out and he kills these fucking like a giant elk, right? And then he'll spend time just sitting with the elk, just appreciating when it's, it. when it's dead. It's just lying there dead. He's just appreciating oh, this fucking nice. giant beast, right? Then he'll butcher it on sight. He's just an expert butcher. Just cuts all the guts out, checks all the glands, makes sure it's healthy, gets all the meat off it. Then he feeds himself and his family for fucking months. For his, himself, family, friends. He's just got all this meat that come off this animal. And it's supposed to taste unbelievable. So, the shout out to the vegans. That was just vegans. about to Big shout out to the vegans. But like, it's supposed to just taste just fucking far better. And I just think, like, would I like to put myself in the wild for five days with an expert hunter, right, and just live a wild life in just hot, potentially horrible weather, rain, drizzle, the the worry of bears being set about by bears? I think I'd be far fucking happier. I, you know what it is like. like you know just... what my. You know what I'm like. Like the wild would. 
It's not necessarily the wild that will cause us issue because I would just smuggle in three litres of antibacterial hand gel. See, and I a don't pa- like a couple of packs of wet wipes. After a little bit, you'd 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 adapt. Your mind would adapt, and you'd you'd stop worrying about that shit because you've got food to get, and Aye. you've got water to get, and you've got like fucking logs to chop for the fire. That your mind will switch onto the the important things of staying alive, mm. which like will. I I think a lot of the nonsense we have like in our minds now the daily grind of life is is us filling time because we don't have to think about food we don't have to think about water we don't have to think about fucking heating and like staying warm and that because it's just on a plate necessary convenience it's just there all time if I'm hungry I'll go to fucking Asda or Greg's right and convenience in it and that time and effort spent actually that fun. would yeah would oh, I'd, I'd really want I'd do it I'd like to go out and live that life for a little bit right I'm gonna say this like. I'm gonna say this this is episode 107 of the Happy Accident Podcast right I'm gonna say this I've said it from day one that I know patience is the key right we know the growing number of beautiful bastards who listen to this podcast, they know that this podcast is a little bit different. This podcast a little bit special. You know what I mean? It's going places. It might be on the spectrum somewhat, but <laughs> still, it's special. It's going places. Patience. Keep chipping away. Keep chipping away. Keep, keep chipping away. Just jabbing. Jabbing away at it. Jabbing away at it. Eventually, we're going to land that sweet, sweet jab, and the whole wall's going to come crumbling down, and there is the perfect life behind that wall which we've strived to get for by this point when the wall falls we could be on episode 300 who the fuck knows but that wall's going to come down and the perfect life's going to be there and when we've got that perfect life and we've got more time because this podcast affords us the luxury of not working in the rat race for somebody else to make sick amounts of money hand over fist it's just it's the same story the world over the rich get richer while the poor and the just enough to get by just don't get it. The poorer get poorer and the fucking grey area in the middle which we both fall in doesn't move. Doesn't Sad fucking move. It. People are getting richer off Such of a, your time. so stuck in it. Like I Time just... is the most important thing. As a 34-year-old man, I've learned that yes, I don't... Like, actual fucking... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles collectibles are important. <laughs> Tom Ford aftershave is fucking important, but the most important thing. Then it took us thirty-four years on this planet to figure this out. The most important thing is time. Time is the most luxurious thing that you have in this fucking little go-around, the fucking merry-go-around that you get. And we spend so much of it doing shit that we don't want to do. That's what. It's a fucking system. It's like entrenched. the people out there saying, "Oh, but I enjoy my job, but uh, I I love the people I work with." But absolute nonsense. <laughs> Shut your shit. <laughs> yeah, you might love your job. Like I I don't mind going to work sometimes, but there's other times where I just think, "Oh, fuck that noise." I'd rather be doing something else. I'd rather be, I don't know, fucking on holiday, whatever. Do you know what I'd rather do? I'd rather be. Sitting down 
in it sounds weird but it would be a meeting but it wouldn't be a meeting that i'm used to it would be a meeting of me you the agent who we've had to hire because we've chipped away and then this fucking war fell down and fame's just staring us in the face and then it's like there's an agent there's a manager and then there's some guy from netflix and the guy from netflix is like well, what do you want to do and i'm like i want i want to do a hunting program <laughs> I want you to just <laughs> stick us in the wild somewhere with your camera crew and Stephen Ranella. I want to be out there for fun. fucking... I want to record a series. I don't want to go out for a week. I want to go out for a fucking month. I want to live in the wild. I want to be weird. I want to just fucking... We could do that. It would be so entertaining watching you squirm in a little cabin trying to you know eat, I think it would be? eat a bit of elk. It would be <laughs> just, just like the episode <laughs> one to five of the series. It would just be me on the brink <laughs> of a full <laughs> fucking mental breakdown. 100% you'll not get five episodes out Sitting yeah. in a tent just rubbing alcohol and gel all over myself. Just like, oh no, I've got the outside on me. And then by the end of the show, I'll be like... Fucking the swamp thing. Uh, you wouldn't be able to tell us from me surroundings. I'd just be dirty. I'd be eating mud just for sustenance. <laughs> I'd just be bathing in like... Right at the... <laughs> like, covered in mud. <laughs> hiding. <laughs> Shooting elk. I'd be taking elk down with a single blow of a knife that I fashioned out of a fucking piece of tree and a rock I found. That's what I want to do. That's the I'll dream. be sitting there in in some sort of diary room with a little like <laughs> shitty camera. Down. I don't know what's happening. Like he's gone off. Something's his, gone wrong. He's we've gone broke him. Like we've brought him. I think it's we need crackers. to send him back to the normal world because this isn't enough. This is too much for him. I think would would thrive on that. It'd be fucking excellent. It'd be fucking excellent. I'm not. I'm not into the fame thing, or I don't really want that. No, no, I don't want fame. I don't want fame. I just want the ability to not live the life I'm living now. And I like me life Can now. Can we not don't produce get something? Can we not? We must. We've, between us, I'm sure we can. How do you become like a writer or producer or? How well, do we even do this shit? But I've already started. Not remember like. There I used to be a this. bit of paper under here that's still there that's got the plot to an absolute banger of a novel on it. <laughs> <laughs> I've wrote the plot, I've wrote plot devices, characters, I've wrote a potential sequel already. I haven't even wrote the first one yet, but I've already <laughs> wrote the plot for the sequel. It's there. The longevity is huge. The fucking the tail on this thing is a fucking it's a swinger. Like I even started like I started writing something. I did start writing something and I had no title so the working title of it was called Ridiculous and it was I mean I don't want to give too many of me fucking bangers away but like the idea was like in a world that just made no sense but <laughs> everybody in the world just lived in the world even though it made no sense well that's like, exactly what we're doing like, there was, like that was it that was that was it that was the world I was trying to create but like I, again time is such a luxury that I ended up either going to work for someone else and then I was fucked and I couldn't be bothered or we had to go to the gym or I had to eat or I had to fucking clean myself I've got another podcast which is more a labour of love than this one it's no way I don't I'm not as fucking stringent with dropping episodes on that one you know what I mean that that is a labour of love that's just the the listenership of that one is far smaller than this one but like I still that's where my passion is I've got that passion for gaming and like I talk about games and I just find myself sitting by myself 
Like I can just drive that full podcast by myself. I need you in this one. I need a bounce off you in this one. But that one's just games and it's passion and it's a little like it's a passion project that one. But then when it comes to writing something, I'm like, well, where the fuck have I got the time to even write this? I started writing it, and I was like, this isn't. One, it's not productive for me time. Not remember, I wrote the other one. I've got like four chapters of another one written. And it was about, uh, I'm not giving the plot that way. Like, no, I, that way, like. But it's, it's like, definitely doable. How, like, how do we, like, what do you do when you, like, find something that, right, I've got an idea. Where do I go? Where do we go to become something, to, to, to make it more? Than what it is, what it is. I think you need the thing first. Obviously, you got like if you're a writer or producer or like I don't even know what what a fucking producer is. Like a producer I, nine times out of ten is just somebody who plows money into something. So when I've listened to like podcasts of people who did shows or did like sort of cartoons or made something, they're like, oh, so it just started like this, and it's like what bullshit, absolute bullshit. You must have. You, somewhere along the line, some absolute huge guys went, oh yeah, like, come this way. Here's what I think. Here's what I think. And I, obviously, I've never done this before. All I do is write at, at max four chapters of an idea, <laughs> then I save it, and it's there. Right, right. well, you need to plow on and get the rest of the fucking If you want to do it, chapters. right, let's sit down. I think this is how it would work, right? If you want to write, if you want to produce, like, create, direct, and produce let's say we'll take that example a cartoon right an animated series so we'll sit down we'll pen like a pilot which sets the scene so is it just is it the pilot that does it the pilot sells it you tend I mean realistically you should have more in the pipeline than the pilot but if you just get a pilot nailed right you either take that script and then just contact somebody at Netflix and just say hello uh, where the Happy Acting Podcast we've written this would really like to speak to somebody about getting it produced into something has anyone got any advice I think we'll just have to start asking qu- question everything just ask questions and eventually somebody will be like obviously get it get it fucking made and then they give you a load of money and then you've got to like that's when it gets weird because you've got to hire like the animation team who will do the fucking cartoon then obviously if we're going to I would say if we were going to do an animated series it would be Part this, it would be me and you. Part that thing I was working on, Project Ridiculous, where we just create a weird world and it's just bits like they blend together seamlessly. And then, or you do like an, what could you do? The Mighty Boosh. The Mighty Boosh started as just them two doing this. Like it was essentially, uh, it was an audio show first. So they did. The episodes of the Mighty Boosh as an audio show, and then they created the weird world just by talking about it in character. Like they did an episode, but it was just all audio, and they added like sound effects in. So if they were walking through the woods, it was like really. I I mean I've got it on me. I bought it. I bought the audio series, so the first ever. And then if you watch the Mighty Boosh, which is a fucking brilliant program by the way, if you watch the first series of the Mighty Boosh, a lot of them episodes are just the audio show but realised in like live action. live action wow 
if you're telling me right now you want to start something, I'm 100% down for oh, it. I'm always, and I think I'm always up to starting something. What we need to do then, I, what we need to do is agree. I've got nothing to lose. We've got fuck <laughs> all to lose. Absolutely nothing. We've got fuck all to lose. We have to agree now that we're, we'll pick a day. And on that day, we either come here and we'll get in the studio, but we'll turn the mic on and we'll work on it. We actually put some fucking graft in. It's fucking day. That's day the cunt. Well, what day do you want to do it on? What day do you want to oh, be the new well, project day? I'm busy on Mondays, <laughs> Tuesdays, <laughs> Wednesdays, Thursdays. Got podcast on Fridays, <laughs> Saturdays. I'm at work. I'll be all, all tired. Sundays I like Sunday dinners and uh, no, I've got well, to prepare big, for work big, on Monday. Big fan of Sunday dinners, like so. Uh, but like, just pick a day. Pick yeah. a day and we'll work on it. And then once we work on it to a point, then we'll decide actually. Should we just record an audio episode of it? We'll record audio episodes and then bash it out. Bash it out? Hire it out? What? It's not going to... Co- like, literally, it'll cost pennies to buy a soundboard that's got... Yeah, I mean, you probably get them free. Just a free soundboard and it's got everything you possibly want on it. The sound of footsteps in a wood. The sound of a door opening. The sound of a knock on a door. Right, the deal. sound of a the bottle mo- opening. This is it. Do you want to do it? Yeah. 100%. I'm in. Because I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Now, I've always had trouble writing comedy. I'll just tell you that now. I've always oh, had trouble writing comedy. Now, man. But like, I've, uh, I've had trouble writing my name. <laughs> Alright, Gin. <laughs> <laughs> name and address? Gin. Gin. Did I tell you about that time I failed the, uh, the interview because I couldn't spell my name properly over the phone? <laughs> I had a phone interview for E. <laughs> oh, uh, T-Mobile? Hang on a minute. It hang was on a minute. you who worked there? You, no, no. I just finished a job, right? And I don't know if we spoke about this in this podcast before, but I'd just been made unemployed from a job, right? And it was at a warehouse. It was where I went and I oh, thought yeah, I was going to work yeah, in the call centre and I ended up in the warehouse and then I ended up making a fort out of cardboard boxes then I got let go from that job. So I was unemployed, but I was like, hang on a minute. I didn't spend hardly anything of what those people paid us. So I had a canny bit of money in the bank. When I say a canny bit of money, these days it wasn't a lot of money, but then I didn't need it. I wasn't paying a mortgage. I wasn't paying bills. So I had a canny bit of money in the bank and you were like, oh, I want a job. And there's some jobs coming at this call center. We should, we should go to the open day and then apply for the job. I was like, all right, I'll apply for the job. So we both applied for the job. I did it as nothing more than a wingman just to support you. And then I got the phone call just like, you've been successful, so come in and uh, we'll uh, we'll have the interview on that. And then I got the phone call of you. I was like, oh, did you get the call for getting... You're like, oh, no, no, I didn't get it. Like, you, you got me another job. I didn't even want that fucking job and I that, ended up employed because of you. That was the thing. That's it. That was exactly what the thing. I can't get out what I want to say. I'm like some sort of... St- Duttering nonsense, idiot. You've got a podcast? Yeah, yeah I'm just sitting talking to you. This fucking microphone just happens to be there. I don't have to say anything. <laughs> this pervert just happens to be here. But it's it's the the thing of like the pressure when mm. someone has to if it doesn't just roll off the tongue, like me name. <laughs> can you can you can you spell that, please? And I was just like, <laughs> the eh, first test. G- boom. G- nah, that was it. Hey, I N. And I knew from there, I was like, this 
fucking absolute phone interview is ridiculous. I was a, what a waste of time. I couldn't even spell my name right, so... Ah, yeah. Down, down with that sort of thing. I if sm- it was face-to-face, I would have smashed the cunt. Smashed it. I, uh... I got, uh... I spelt my name wrong on a GCSE maths paper. Oh, what an idiot. I spelt my name... My middle name is Michael, and I somehow <laughs> managed to spell Michael wrong. Oh, I'd spell Michael wrong all day. Uh, <laughs> I haven't got a clue. <laughs> not, not a Danny LaRue. The, uh, the way I spelled it was M I C H. E-A-L and it's A-E-L yeah. uh, and I just spelt my name wrong on a GCSE paper and then what? I fucking got like a fucking E in the did maths you, paper did anyway did you do it for a laugh? the name day for I wish I did it for a laugh I got high in my maths GCSE nice just before nice. Uh, that was <laughs> which, that was ridiculous which uh, two stories that just popped in mind there one there was a very important exam it was a GCSE exam and Mobile phones had been invented by this point. We all had mobiles. And you all went to the bus stop to go to school that day. And there was yeah. a big exam on, like yeah. one of the main GCSEs. You got to the bus stop, and I wasn't there, and not one of you thought to ring us. You got off the bus at school and stood outside the shop for an hour. Yeah. Uh, and every it, it was, day. Every single day, we were at that shop for an hour before school. And you stood for 55 minutes of that one hour allotted slot before that five minute window before walking from the shop to school before you decided to ring us and say you do not have gone exam today <laughs> where are you you motherfuckers I literally I used to sleep in these just horrific shorts right? <laughs> they were just like they were the most comfortable things ever but like I'd had them for that long they were alive tattered. they were Tattered, tattered castaway like, shorts. Like the the ca- absolute, the start off as cutoffs turned into castaway shorts. These things had never been washed. You know when a kid's got a comfort blanket, <laughs> and it's not washed. Crusoe. I was absolute <laughs> Robinson Crusoe sleeping shorts. I fucking got the phone call and you're like, you've got an exam. I was like, hey, haven't it's a mock? They're like, it's not a fucking mock. You're in the middle of your <laughs> actual. It's a mock. You're in your actual GCSE window. Why would they drop a mock exam in the middle of all your GCSEs? And then the penny dropped, and I was like, well, that makes perfect sense. I just doused myself in, like, three cans of links. I put my uniform on top of my Robinson Crusoe's. Oh, I fucking sprinted about the house getting ready. I, I ring my ma and say, oh, uh, there's been an issue. I need to get a taxi. And she was like, why? I was like, because I've slept in. She was like, you didn't tell us you had an exam today. I was like, I have. She's like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. I was like, ah, nah. She was like, I need some money for a taxi. She had a little stash hidden away, so I managed to get a taxi into school. I just say made it into the fucking hall where the exam was, just before the exam started. I sat down, everyone's sitting around looking at us like, you absolute fucking nugget. I hadn't had a wash, I hadn't brushed my teeth, my hair was all over, my Robinson Crusoe's were like, I am unaware of this environment. And I just sat there, I wrote my name wrong on the paper, I turned the page over, <laughs> and before I even answered, incorrectly answered the first question, I thought, somebody in this fucking room stinks, and there's a high chance it's me. <laughs> and then I had to go 
from there, because I had an uh, exam in the afternoon, I went from that exam to my grand's house, <laughs> and that was a terrifying experience, because that woman could judge the shit out of you without even saying anything, like she fucking buried us without even saying a word, and then when she did say a word, she just went, get in there and have a bath, because you stink. <laughs> I was like, okay, I had a bath at my grand's house, it was a bath at your grand's house, by the way. <laughs> I was like, have you not got a shower? What is this? What's this weird light cord that comes all the way to the floor? In the bath. In the bath. I had a bath with yellow, what you call coal tar soap, what old people use. You touch it and your skin instantly dries out. I bathed my whole body in that. Non-slip mats all. Non-slip mats everywhere. Up the Weird, walls. like, lavender things that just give off lavender smells. Oh, that was a fucking not end. I was judged again when I got out. She, I think she binned me Robinson Crusoe's. <laughs> that was the end of them. That was curtains for the Robinson Crusoe's. I went and did my second exam. I got home and I thought, well, when my mum gets home, I'm fucked. So that what punishment will she dish out? So I literally went on the house and I got everything I loved and I just boxed it up. <laughs> I boxed everything I loved up and I just left it in a pile in the middle of the floor. I, like I did me hair and that's what I'm and she came in. I was like, look, I know you're really mad. I know I fucked up. I, did and me. <laughs> I know you're going to take everything I love from us. So I've already boxed everything I love up and this is everything that I care for in this world in the middle of the sitting room floor in boxes. So feel free to do what you want with that. I didn't see any of them things for about three weeks. And uh, I never failed an exam after that. <laughs> but that daft bastard, she'd made an agreement with me. She was like, all right then, if you get five GCSEs, including three Cs, I'll get you a PlayStation 2 on launch day. I was like, piece of piss. I could even sleep in and fail one exam sitting there stinking I'll... and still get a PlayStation 2. I did just enough to get by. <laughs> <laughs> It's just that, that whole story of my life is every single school report I ever had. The last box of a school report, teacher's comments. Paul could achieve so much more if he just applied himself. Yeah. Paul knows, bitch. <laughs> Paul knows. <laughs> I was scraping 40, 40s at uni. That was my thing. Right, so that was the first story that sprang to mind. And the second story that sprang to mind, which you may have told before... It was before school, during that hour window when we used to stand outside the shop. Mm-hmm. One little nerd do well was like, I've got some, I've got a smoke here, does anybody want to have a smoke before I go to school? And I was like, fuck it, like there's seven of us here. Like, seven people sharing one joint is not going to do any damage. I don't know what the fuck was in that joint, but I was high for three days. Three days non-stop. It was strong, <laughs> strong shit. I remember this, uh, like, well, it was a fair few times, but... Jesus Christ! Like, yeah. I'm not. I'm not kidding. I got that high. We were children. <laughs> children. I was a child. I was high as a bastard for three days. I was that high. I'd bought a sausage roll for my breakfast. I took a bite out of it, and then I was like, a "Sausage roll. The sausage roll made supposed to look like that." <laughs> so I covered it back up in the bag, and I put it in my pocket because I knew that the food tech teacher walks past the shop every day, and I just waited and I waited and I said, "I was like, Miss, Miss, does this sausage roll make look alright?" <laughs> High as a fucking kite. Does this sausage roll make look alright to you? She's like, what? One, you eating a sausage roll for breakfast, you horrible little cunt. Two, it looks like a grey paste. There's no meat in that. Get out of me fucking way. I haven't had my coffee. I haven't even started work yet. That high. And then, like, for the next three days, any downtime I had, 
I was compelled to find a mirror and I'd stun <laughs> and I'd, st- <laughs> I'd stare at myself in a mirror and it was weird. I had this thing, I was that high for three days, totally fucked up, that I was staring in the mirror and I'd be like, that's not me. <laughs> that's not me. That's not me. That's not me. I was fucked up for days, so I don't know what the fuck he put in that thing. Uh, Everybody else seemed fine. I was. I had a bad leg. I had a bad See, I, I remember a few times doing that, but I. There was one time we had a. Uh, well, we had a gig at the Stadium of Light. I can't remember who it was. I mean, like. The Chili Peppers, or. I don't know, some some band. Um, and we had a couple of joints. <laughs> there was there was one. One of the lads was like, "Oh, it's strong, blah blah blah." I'm just like, "Aye, whatever." You know what I mean? Whatever. We're having a couple off. It's not gonna. It's, it's not gonna not affect gonna, us. It's not gonna affect us. There's, a, there's like see him again. There's Aye. like five of us here. Piece of piss. Had a couple off. <laughs> Everyone had a couple off. This guy came out of the crowd, just like, because he got the laugh. So I ah, go ahead, go for it, son. Go for There's it, stranger. Plenty to go around. There's <laughs> uh, this one joint to do five of us. Why exactly. not make it six? And uh, yeah, a couple of minutes later, I thought, oh, <laughs> he's looking a bit grey. <laughs> what's what's <laughs> happened here? The, and then, um, yeah, one of me mates. I'm sure he wouldn't mind us mentioning Jack was just like oh I don't feel well shaking his head (laughs) oh I'm not very well I'm not well and then I looked over and everyone was fucked up like proper fucked I don't know what what this nonsense was but it hit everyone at the same time and we were all fucked up Badly, so there was some guy in a crowd thought he'd had a couple of a joint. He was, he was, he. I can't, I can't even imagine what he was going through, thinking what the fuck what have these they, guys give me? What have they give me? What have these strange men give me? Jesus Christ! I hit it was like a ton of bricks. Probably because it was on like a three-day bender or something as well. Probably but, I that mean, never helps. Like that never helps. Fucking <laughs> hell! <laughs> they have we'll fucking hit that hour mark. Should we wrap that shit up there? Unless oh, yeah. you've got anything else you want to talk about, is there anything nah. for the second week in a row of at the hour without even mentioning? I tell you what, we'll take a few minutes. This one is for the vegans out there. We've been approached by one of our beautiful bastards who is vegan. All right, despite the several talks of meat that go on every bastard week, she keeps coming back and she has listened to last week. When you committed to being a vegan. Right. And she has sent us some recipes for you to try. I'm on. It's on It's on the Twitter. Are you, uh, are you logged in on the Twitter? No, I'm not. I'm not logged in on the Twitter. But I'll get you logged in on I've, the Twitter. I've been forwarded by... Maybe it's not on here. Maybe it's on me personal one. A, a listener and friend. And... Um, been forwarded some meal plans and a shopping list. Vegan? You're vegan. All oh, vegan. shit, son. Balls deep in the vegan. So you're going to try? Huh? I have to wait up here, dear. Like, oh, aye. Oh, aye. So, Meat's cheap. <laughs> meat is cheap as fuck. That's the problem. That is the problem. So here we go. Hello at the Happy Accident Podcast. 
that is the email address should anybody want to get in touch with us about anything. Hello at thehappyaccidentpodcast.co.uk. The Happy Accident is all one word. So, hello at The Happy Accident. And uh, so, the title of the mail simply says, Get some kale in you. No, kale. Get some kale in you. Take a bit of kale. So, here we go. Um, I hope you don't. There's nothing in this email that you didn't want reading out loud because I'm going to read it out loud. Hello, curious carnists. Oh. Like what you did there. I'm super excited that you're giving this a try. Even a couple of days of cruelty-free eating is a much-needed blessing for the planet and the body. I've tweeted some photos of recipes, which you did, and these recipes did look fucking exceptional, by the way. Uh, and I'd love to give you some links to various YouTube channels so you can explore on your own. Got all of these links in here for some delicious recipes. And all, if all this cooking seems like too much of a clot, because it can be, I'm glad that somebody's come out and said that, that mm-hmm. it does, does look like a big fucking clot on. Here's some super easy cheats you can find in supermarkets. And then goes on to list a few that we're going to go for. The, the, the ones you expect. Linda McCartney, uh, Quorn, you know, they feature heavily uh-huh. in here. And we've got some maple rashers from Holland and Barrett. Fry them in a pan with a pinch of salt. Goodbye, bacon. That's a bold claim. That's, that's a, a bold that's claim. A very bold claim. Uh, However, willing to give that a try. I give it a go. Hummus and avocado and everything. I sometimes just take avocado, well, slice it, stuff it in see, hummus, and eat it with nothing. Piece of piss, because I do that all the time anyway. That's and I feel I'm feeling a, I'm feeling a little bit podgy these days. So I f- this might be a good thing for us to to stop us from eating all the nonsense. Aye. Although I did do a little fast the other day. How do you feel about it? I did. I think it was nigh on a twenty-four hour. Bush, bush. So in between that, I had two bottles of San Miguel <laughs> and a bag of crisps. <laughs> The perfect way to end a fast. Two bottles of San Miguel and a bag of crisps. Yeah, and the end of this meal simply says, I know you guys hit the gym, so take a look at these vegan fitness guys. They upload recipes as well, so I'd imagine that, that'll be good. And then she says, if you guys need any help or have any questions about anything, please let me know. I can help out with eating on a budget. I'll even lend you a couple of vegan ears for your chips. Do your yoga. Eat your veggies. Sarah. Sarah, thank you for taking the time for for sending this meal. It's uh, very, very much appreciated. And I would do give we don't give vegans a hard time, but we do have a, a few lols at your expense. But because you've sent this in, let's fucking give this a try, Liam. Well, let's give this yeah, a try. I've got a few from Lauren as well, so I've got a meal plan and a shopping list, and it's like. It's, it's called a vegan reset, I think. Oh. Um, so, I've been reading up on that, and uh, I'm got ahead to Sainsbury's, and I read. I get paid next week. Let's do this. Let's head to Sainsbury's. Do Let's do some of this. Let's have a look a at some of, the, vegan. some of the stuff that Sarah sent. We'll take what uh, who is it? Lauren, Lauren. who sent that. We'll yeah. take what Lauren sent as well. We'll combine the two. We'll have a look at them. We'll put together a vegan a vegan week. Let's do a vegan week and let's just see what happens. Let's see if we can do a vegan reset. My worry is, is my only worry about this. I'm down with it. Uh, I do wear leather. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to do that anymore. I mean, I'm not going to go full vegan. I'll just do a vegan diet. Let's let's say that. I'll settle on the vegan diet. The cow's already dead on my leather jacket, so I'm, I'm not going to like stop wearing that. And it's a really good leather jacket. 
the then there's the whole then there's the whole guts situation. I've got that storied battle with IBS. If I go and inc increase my plant-based products by literally a hundred percent, that might hit me like a no, fucking train think, right in I the think fucking you'll abdominals. Be pleasantly surprised. I think it's going to have the opposite effect, I and think I think it'll work. It'll work wonders for for your insides. Help me gut biome. Hmm? Definitely. Right. Well, I did watch a documentary on. Um, what was it? I think it was called Fat, Sick and Nearly Dead. Have you watched that on Netflix? No. Very much worth a watch. Guy who's fat, sick and dying because he's like massively obese and takes all these pills. And he, to be fair, his is a juicing diet, but like it is still all vegetables and fruits. But he's getting no fibre, obviously. But if we're eating all the vegetables and fruits, that keeps the fibre in the diet. I'm, I'm up for that juicing diets and stuff and... I'll, I'll give out a bash see what it's like I quite like juice I'm a, I'm a fan of juice fan of juice we'll just say we'll say what happens we'll say what happens eh? let's get paid and let's do this I'm also curious as to what the fuck vegan ears is let's get some vegan ears let's vegan get some ears. vegan snacks for the podcast next week vegan snacks Aye. so that's just vegan snacks like a banana though isn't it <laughs> that was special just a banana like, I have vegan snacks all the time Aye, like just like jerky in that you can get like vegan friendly jerky Linda McCartney's corn jerky I'm in 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 on it in on it Liam I got out what else you want to talk about this week nah I'm I'm glad we've had this though because I was feeling bloody goddamn negative until I got right in this room well look, I'm I dressed in my greys I was, was going to punch something I was something. in my greys uh, the only thing I would have punched was my own ticket out of here head first out of a window that's where I've been at and then, um, yeah, it's turned it around for a little bit. It's turned it around. We've had a good... It's got a wet hour of escapism. A good, a good hour of escapism. It's what we're, that's what Northern Nonsense is all about. If you've enjoyed what's happened here today, boys and girls, this has been the first and last episode 107 of the Happy Accident Podcast. That's been Liam. It certainly was. I've been old franchise. Certainly uh, is. Certainly is. Still am. Still am. Guess what? Still am. Still am there. If you've enjoyed what's happened to you, do tell like-minded friends. We've got a very good amount of, if I was to talk businessy for a second, we've got a very good amount of natural, organic growth on this podcast, seeing as though we've never really tried to shove it down anyone's throats. We just exist. We exist, and people find us. And people find us through you, the beautiful bastards who already listen. If you've got a like-minded friend, or even if you don't want to openly talk to somebody about it, just a cheeky retweet, or even just sharing it on your own, of your own volition, your own bloody volition, um, it, it very much appreciated. If you've got the time, we would very much appreciate if you jump on the Apple Podcasts app, where that's, that's our home. We are available on like Google Podcasts and stuff now, we've had one of the beautiful bastards confirm that for us. If you've got the time, jump on over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us one of them tasty five-star reviews. Get them algorithms. Just get them algorithms thinking, mm, what's this What's this over here? Who's getting all this? these... Who's this little idiot? Getting all these five-star reviews. Just creeping up in the five stars. Creeping up, chipping away. Who's this little idiot? Jabbing away at something. Jabbing away at a metaphorical wall. Every little helps. Literally every little helps. Um, and pff, literally, until next time, boys and girls, just be nice to each other. I definitely do that. Be nice to each other. Because it's October. It's October and it's a fucking, it's a weird time. 
It's a weird time. If you see somebody dressed all in grey, there's a chance it's me. Say hi. Laters. Jill. Jill. <laughs>